not only realizing that death is certain, but that life after death is certain as well. And this is something that not only Christians can really hold fast to, uh, this hope can be offered and can be received and is offered to everyone. Uh, that's why later on Paul says in that same chapter, the first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. He puts humanity under one umbrella without distinction. And we're either going to be solely belonging to the first man, or we can by faith belong also to the second man, the man of heaven. And if we are of this second man, this man from heaven, then we will also bear his image. The Imago Dei, the image of the triune God, of eternal love and fellowship within himself, with, with one another, when, within his triune existence. And we will therefore endlessly and, and forever be in re relationship with him and with one another. And so the gift of, even the gift of eternal life, really, is a means to that end. Everlasting love, everlasting fellowship, and really the, holding fast to the, the thing that we are holding fast to now in the midst of our crisis. People that we care for, people that we love. Relationships. That's what we're made for. And that's what God is redeeming his people for. All of this was really being poured back into my, my meditations, my reflections, my soul just through that chorus from Because He Lives. Um, so I had to record that and share that with you. And that's, a, that's another thing, you know, the really powerful thing about hymns. They have the means of carrying within that frame and that structure of a melody and rhyme scheme, carrying within that a message that can keep our mind and our hearts within a certain frame and a certain structure, sheltering us, giving us refuge, um, and keeping us within a certain mental posture to focus our minds on what's worth singing about, what's worth vocalizing and projecting from within our bodies. And, and what us... What a sense experience as well. It's something that we speak. It's something that we hear. Uh, if it's sung with others, it's something you see as well. If it's played on an instrument, it's something you touch. So with all of our bodies, we can embody this message of hope. And that's a powerful, powerful thing. But I think the most important aspect to music, just as important as the, the melody and the, the, the rhyme scheme and instrumentation is the content. 
Is it true? Is it true? Then we can go about answering, is it worth truly singing about and embracing? So I think that's something we can be thinking about today. What am I singing about? What is my body harmonizing to and in sync with? And I hope that for you and me as believers, we would be pressing into the hymns that we love, the timeless hymns that have stood the test of time, that people have been singing through plagues and through world wars, through sickness and through diseases and deaths. People have been singing these hymns, holding fast to our one Lord, in one spirit, by one faith. And um, tonight, actually, uh, one of my favorite modern hymn writers, um, Keith and Kristen Getty, are going to be holding a hymn sing on Facebook Live. I think it'll be 6 p.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time, and uh, I'll be watching that. I hope uh, you join me uh, with your family. I think they'll be also be joined with their four little women, uh, their four little girls, and it will be a very family-friendly event. I'll share the link with you on Facebook. I don't know, maybe I can host a watch party. I'm not sure if that would be possible, but I really want to encourage you all, uh, especially parents with children, flood, begin to flood your living room uh, with songs uh, so that, you know, when Lord willing, this is all past us. Uh, this is something that's all behind us. We can look back and we can be telling stories of the great pandemic that we lived through by God's grace and be able to tell our children and our children's children that during this time, yes, we, we struggled. Yes, we were trying to approach this with, with all the science and, and medical care there is. And all the measures from the, the federal government, state government, local government, yes. But most of all, there was singing in our home. There was praise within these walls. That we praised God and held fast to the hope we have in Him throughout this time. I hope that can be my testimony to my children and my children's children. And I hope that it will be yours as well. That we as a church, we never cease to worship. We never cease to praise. We never cease to give thanks. We never cease to rejoice in the hope that we have in our Savior Jesus Christ. So, keep singing. And keep hoping in your Savior and your God. He's near you. He's with you. And He's overcome the world. So turn to Him. Cry out to Him and lean on Him throughout today.